Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome to your one-stop shop for all things in gaming and nerd culture. This is episode 58 of the Game Grinder podcast. This week, we are set to talk about PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, what's coming up for the game between a new map, between a new type of gameplay with 8 versus 8 combat, and a mobile mode that's come out that's actually pretty good. Steven talks about his experience with the Lara Croft movie and how good or not good that was. Uh, Men in Black is getting a reboot with Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. And Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is a new animated feature-length film that will be out by December, so please listen up for our commentary on that. If you ever have any questions or comments, please email us at podcast at gamegrinder.net. That is podcast at gamegrinder.net, and we will get back to you by the next week's episode. All of that and much, much more this week on the Game Grinder Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 58 of the Game Grinder podcast. My name is John Mann and I'm here with Miss Olivia Berry. Hi guys. Mr. Steven Cassia. How's it going? And if you guys ever have any questions or comments or anything that you want us to talk about on the show, please email us at podcast at gamegrinder.net. That is podcast at gamegrinder.net and we will always get back to you by the next week's episode. Uh, episode 58, by the way, that we're on today. We're approaching episode 60. Um... And it has been, uh, we, boy, we passed our one year uh, several months ago, didn't we? Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I think we we've been doing this for for quite a while now. We still love it. We still love video games. Um, I kind of like that we've started pulling in some like comic book stuff too, though, because we're pretty strictly video games for a while. Uh, but this week uh, we're going to talk some about Spider-Man and Men in Black, which I think fall into that nerd category nice, uh, nicely. Oh. You know, um, especially when we start talking about Men in Black, because like I, I know I've got some words to say about about who they've cast. Um, not negative ones, just ones of caution, right? Um, Stephen, what have you been up to this week, man? Anything fun? Oh. Anything exciting? Holy shit, man! This week was. Why don't we start with Olivia? My week was long. Okay, Olivia. Uh, okay, so uh, my week was I um, was going to cook sausage balls uh, and take them to work as kind of like a yeah. test thing because we were doing a potluck on Friday uh, for me and another girl in my department and a, a guy in our department because he's getting married on April first and then. Uh, me and this other girl, our birthdays are on the 31st. Um, so I was going to do that. And then Wednesday morning, I had like a cough all day Tuesday. And Wednesday morning, I woke up and like had a fever. And so I went to uh, urgent care and they were like, hey, you have an upper respiratory infection. Oh, shit. So, uh, yeah. No so thanks. I've been dealing with that for, for a minute. Wow. And normally I, wouldn't, normally, I wouldn't have gone. But with all the flu stuff going around, I was yeah. like, mm. Yeah, and you sound like you feel better, so that's that's good. You don't sound like you have a an upper respiratory infection to be. Yeah, fair. I'm I'm still coughing quite a bit, but yeah. I think at this point I'm more like like I've got cough syrup and stuff that I can take, and they gave me a prescription for Allegra D. Uh, but, okay. Um, 
I haven't taken anything in a couple of days, mainly the cough syrup because I want to try to like get that stuff like out yeah. of my airways instead of just being like, let me just suppress this so it can stay there for an eternity. <laughs> Olivia Barry, sick as hell, still sounding golden <laughs> per usual with a cough as I'm saying this. Great. Yeah. Just, just throw it out the window. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fucking sucks. Uh, I actually just got back from my parents' house today and I had a stomach bug over the weekend. So I feel a little bit of your pain, um, but mine was very short-lived. So I, I don't follow the rule from, did you ever see that episode of How I Met Your Mother where they're like, you don't ever tell people if you have a stomach bug because all they do is picture you having all the symptoms that you have when you have a stomach bug because it's disgusting, right? Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that? Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, I had a stomach bug, so <laughs> picture, <laughs> picture away. There it is. How dare you. Steven, tell me tell me all about this long-ass week that you had. I want to know. Uh, so Tuesday, I went and saw Tomb Raider. Um, it was... Oh, God. I sp- So it was worth the money. Okay. How much did you spend on it? Well, you know, I, I go for free. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so it's weird because like if you treat it as a video game movie, it wasn't bad. Okay. If you treat it as a regular movie, it was not good. <laughs> and like if you the ending, man, like just the last like three minutes, I was like, is this seriously is this what they're doing? Did this, they pull a really? Wonder Woman? Did they pull a Wonder Woman? No, like Sort of, but at least Wonder Woman kind of like tied into the story because we kind of led up to it. It was more of, did you ever watch uh, Resident Evil Annihilation? I think it was. No, Extinction, the third one, Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, I found all these clones. Let's, uh, let's, now the story is actually building. Let's uh, roll credits. Yep. (laughs) Where there will be a sequel, just so you know. Right. That's basically what this felt like. That's And I I fucking hate movies that do that. Yeah. Well, but but how was the in between? Like, so you said even shallow. as a regular movie so even as an action movie it didn't play out well it, it was a very shallow movie damn yeah that's i was like hey this is laura croft you guys know that she's badass so let's not develop her at all um <laughs> here's this other character he's kind of interesting but let's not develop him at all we've got a couple like key points that might have made made a story for him but doesn't really and then we've got this villainous character who's sort of a villainous character, and we're moving along again. So it sounds to me like they sort of were like, you know this character from the video game, so we don't have to develop them at all. That's kind of mm. what it felt like. Yeah, it was it, it was that, a little unpleasant. That sucks. <laughs> and then uh, there were a couple of sequences early on where I was like, oh, this reminds me of some of the old games. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Um, like the some of the action sequences reminded me of some of the old games yeah. and it was like okay moving along <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah the movie the movie just it good was is not a word i could use for it I, I think that that's part of the problem with making video game movies is in a video game movie you have a set character that has been visually um represented that's essentially been represented on screen already and then you're trying to take that and turn it into to represent it through another screen media, right? Mm. And to do so while nodding to the old material, but not stealing from it, right? But well, like, it's almost impossible. Like the first Resident Evil movie was a pretty decent movie. I mean, it, as far as video game movies, it's one of the best ones to have come out. Yeah. And then it just, it wasn't a bad movie. 
like it had some some faults, but I mean, like overall, as far as like a you know survival horror movie, it was it wasn't all that bad. Yeah, it worked well. It just wasn't a good video game movie. <laughs> it wasn't a good video game movie. Well, I mean, as far as video game movies are concerned, it's basically <laughs> at the top of the list. It yeah, just that's didn't true. follow uh, any particular one story. It just kind of like used that world that existed yeah. from the first one. It mentioned the cool. Umbrella Corporation uh, and Raccoon City. <laughs> And Raccoon City, and then yeah. the mansion that you enter through, and like the uh, the squad storming in. Now, granted, like in the original game, the opening cutscene is like they're getting attacked, and only two people make it to the to the mansion. But, right, right, that's true. Yeah, which was cool. Yeah, I, I did actually. I do think that Resident Evil is one of the successful video game movies. Now, here's a question for you: um, yeah. Wreck It Ralph would that be considered a video game movie? Yes and no. I mean, like, it's like saying is, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like, there are a couple of them that are like, is this a video game movie? Yes, Wreck-It Ralph is sort of a video game movie, but it's not at the same time because it's not based on a video game. It's more of a movie about a game. Right. And then it brings in uh, real video games uh, throughout it. Right. And, yeah. It's like, hey, here's a, uh, here's, what is it? Zangief and Sonic. Sonic was in there. Sonic. Yeah. Sonic, yeah. I mean, and Cuber. Like, it's got a bunch of characters, but I mean, it's not trying to take the story of a video game and put it into a movie. Dude, it's... poor poor Cubert. <laughs> Cubert yeah. got used in Pixels too. Uh I should I said used. I should say abused. Um that poor character. Did you ever see Pixels? I did not. I, I saved myself that trouble. Olivia, yeah, did you see it? I saw a little bit and didn't see the whole thing though as far as adam sandler movies go <laughs> it was not oh, great yeah, it was, wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was not great um they try i i will say it was a there was an attempt um mm. for sure they they i think that they very nearly had something cool um but boy they just could not nail it down um and it sort of got away from them um so I would say that okay. So back to Wreck-It Ralph. I would say Wreck-It Ralph is as much a, a video game movie as Tron. <laughs> okay, mm. fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. With with more references though, I would say. Uh, sort of. I mean, at the time when Tron came out, there were tons of references. It just it wasn't pop culture. It wasn't entirely pop culture references. No, that's true. And well, then they made games based off of that. Then again, Ready Player One will not be a video game movie, and it will have countless references. Um, right. And be about video games, sort of. Right, um, playing a video game. Right, which is uh, going to be a major focus of next week's show, um, because on Sunday, or, I'm sorry, this next weekend, Ready Player One is coming out. We've all read the book, um, we've all finished it, so we are all going to go see the movie and probably talk in depth about, um, about it. Um, and it will be spoiler heavy. I'll throw that out there right now. We'll remind yeah. you again next week, but, but we're going to like talk all about spoilers. And that actually makes, makes me wonder, should we do a Smokey's debrief? Like, I know we always go to Smokey's pub after we see movies and we debrief, but, but if we do that, then we, then we always use all of our really good conversation at the bar. And then when we record, we sort of repeat the things that we said. Uh, I think that's okay. Cause I mean, it gives us a chance to unwind after the yeah. i love it i do i genuinely love doing that <laughs> um, well it's and like tons when, of fun. when you and i wouldn't saw star wars like we walked out of star wars being like uh 
Yeah. Um, I didn't know how I felt. And then, like, as time has progressed, like, the movie wasn't bad. It just, it went on too long, and there were parts where they probably should have just, like, cut things down here and there to speed it up and make it a more cohesive story. Yeah, the pacing. The pacing was off. Yeah. We really did, though. We spent a good, like, three hours sitting there drinking and talking about it to form our thoughts before we actually recorded the show. Um, And I think it actually did help. Um, I think Ready Player One, I think you might be right. This might need that because of the obvious fact that they're not following the book um, from what we've seen in the trailers, right? Um, Yeah. So we'll have to bust through that barrier of like, "Eh, it wasn't like the book, that nerd rage, so that we can get to like, was it a good movie? Um, And luckily we know going in that it's going to be almost a completely different story. Yes. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that was just Tuesday going to see Tomb Raider. And then Wednesday I went up to Fayetteville and saw none like Joshua, Lucio pro and mega ram perform at the local retrocade there. Nice. And, uh, I played a bunch of, since I got there early, I played a bunch of old school arcade games. Uh, I set, I only set two high scores and I got on the high, I got on a couple of high score charts. Nice. Uh, Playing Missile Command was a bitch. Um, it did remind me, though, that like while Dark Souls is tough and murders you a lot, it is not the original Murder Fest video game. <laughs> yeah, that's Fuck, very true. Fucking Dragon's Lair, dude. Like, oh my god, that game is is fun. It's cartoony as shit, but the entire game is basically you you getting murdered over and over and over and over again. I forgot about Dragon's Lair. Did they showcase that in uh, Stranger Things, didn't they? Season 2? Yeah, in season two they had it, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." That game's great. It's hard. It is <laughs> hard as shit because it's like, "Oh, did did you figure out where you're supposed to go?" Well, guess what? You probably died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty uh, fun. Yeah, and that was fun. I got to see them, and like because they don't have a stage, like they just set up their sound equipment in between the arcade box, uh, cabinets. So like we were having like you know a nerdcore rap session in the middle of a bunch of arcade games. It was kind of cool. That's fucking sweet, dude. Yeah. And I didn't get back from Fayetteville till like four thirty in the morning. I and apparently I am not the young man I used to be and <laughs> twenty hours of being awake and driving and going to work and that that wore me down. Yeah. And then Thursday. Thursday I went and saw Pacific Rim Uprising. Oh yeah. I forgot I knew there was another movie you saw this week. I couldn't remember mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah. 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 And oddly enough. I felt pretty decent leaving that movie. Like I went in with really low expectations. I was like, this looks like it's going to be just bad. <laughs> yeah. And it, it wasn't just bad. I mean, it wasn't like a great movie. It's not near, nowhere near as good as the first one, but I would say it's worth watching. Um, okay. It, like the, the really bad CG scene that they were kept showing over and over and over again in the previews <laughs> yeah. is not the standard for the movie. Really? Like, I kept yeah. wondering, I kept wondering like what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. It's like, why would you showcase this, this really bad scene over and over? It's like, oh, because yeah. you're making a bad decision. That's good. Yeah. Well, the, the scenes that they showed in the new movie seem to appeal to a wider audience though. Um, than than the sort of niche audience that sort of fell in love with the last one, um, all of which uh, the three of us all fall in that category. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Olivia, you haven't seen it yet, right? I know you're the big, really big Pacific Rim but, fan. 
Right. Yeah. I haven't uh, seen it yet. And uh, actually just the other day I read a, uh, an article from Rolling Stone. Um, and I think they gave it like a half star. Oh, like it fuck. was, it, it was a pretty scathing uh, review of the movie. And I was like, mm. <laughs> you don't want to ruin your opinion of gypsy danger, danger this, this early. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, Gypsy Danger <laughs> died at the end of the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. Um, um, I was I was honestly like, there were a couple of things I didn't expect them to do with the storyline, which was nice because I was like, okay, like let's do another cliche story. It's like no, they did something different, which was nice. Um, the acting wasn't terrible. Uh, John Boyega, he does his like slight comedy break. Uh, he's a serious character, but he also does the comic relief scenes, uh, and he does them well. I mean, like he did it well as Finn, so I mean, like it's not really a surprise. Does it feel like he's playing uh, Finn again, but just in a different movie? No, because he's not. Because Finn always feels like the naive one, yeah, the naive, scared guy who's just lucky as shit. The force is with him, right? He's just naturally <laughs> super, super lucky, and yeah. uh, whereas this one, he feels like. It's basically he's skilled, but he had a you know a legacy that he was expected to live up to and didn't want that, and so he just kind of never lived up to his potential, quote unquote. Okay, well that that doesn't sound too bad. Yeah. Um. And then there was like uh, somebody asked me what what I thought of it like on a scale of one to ten. I put it at like a six to a seven, which I think is fair. I mean, it's like it's an enjoyable watch. It just wasn't a great movie. It's a, a D a low C or a, or a high D you think? Yeah. I, I gave it the little bump to seven cause it was probably like six, six and a half, but I gave it yeah. the bump to seven cause they do show, they do have a scene where it shows the Gundam statue in J- in Japan <laughs> and it's, it's kind of paying homage to the giant robot uh, series fandom. You know, the whole giant robot fandom almost, pretty much exclusively hails back to the original Gundam series. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Macross is kind of on that, on that same timeline. I think Macross doesn't quali- qualify as the giant robots. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, they were basically fighter fighter jets that could transform into mechanized robots, yeah. but Robotech came a little bit later, but it was also pretty popular for a while. Yeah. 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 I liked Robotech a lot. Yeah. Robotech was good too. And they had a pretty good game on, I want to say the Xbox or PlayStation two battle cry. Robotech Battlecry. That game was the tits. I loved that game. And when you're 13, tits are everything. Yes. Yeah. See, this is, yeah, you're right. Wait, when you're 13? I thought, well, never mind. Yeah. But well, when, you're, <laughs> when you're, when you're a couple days old and when you're 13 years old, tits are everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. When you're a grown man and you, and you, you're still thinking that way, people frown upon that. Um, all right. Well, so Stephen, did you did you do anything else? Your week was fucking a span of movies and concerts and and whatnot. It sounds busy. Uh, I helped Aiden play some Breath of the Wild and Mario this weekend. Nice. Good. Good. Did you try the two player uh, where one of you controls the hat and the other one controls Mario? No, he kept wanting me to, and I was like, Nah, buddy, I'm good. I'm like, <laughs> nope, rather not. Just no. Well, because I was letting him play, and he doesn't get a whole lot of time over here to play it. So I was like, just go ahead and play, enjoy it. And then, like, because he beat it the last time he came over and played Mario, he came over and beat it and had already done the super awesome final scene. Wow. And then he decided to restart the game. I was like, why are you doing that, buddy? Like, 
you can still play all the content that you already have played and more. He's like, but I want to do it all again. I was like, okay. Yeah, I have a student. Uh, I don't know if it's a young, maybe a younger person thing, but I have a student uh, who plays this Switch every morning in my classroom um, before class starts. And he says that he has beaten my Mario Odyssey seven times already or eight times. Uh, yeah. But, and I was just like, what the fuck? But did you get all 999 moons? Right. No, doubtful. Um, very doubtful. Um, no, but he just said that he likes the progression of the story um, and, and the way that that goes. So, I mean, pff, more power to him. But damn, like I, I did my one playthrough and I thought it was amazing, but I, I'm... I'm 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 past it. Uh, well, I mean, the game doesn't take long if you don't like, try to get more than the moons you need to get to the next place. I mean, right. I want to say you only need like a total of like ninety, maybe a hundred to get to to the moon. Yeah, it's not many. Yeah, and I mean that happens really fast. Yeah, uh, yeah, and of course the the moon is like the big fucking just. Ugh. I think we're past the point of spoilers. Uh, so so if you didn't know that, sorry. But that happens in Odyssey, and it is amazing. Yeah, well, we still haven't meant like we've still been careful not to mention the the super the awesome big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that game's so good. Um, all right, well, uh, let's move into some news for this week. Uh, there's been news across video games, comic books, and uh, also, well, just general nerddom, and we'll get to all three of those. But in video game news, I'm just going to briefly mention that uh, EA has said that they're that they're going to do an open world Star Wars game. We don't have to talk Ew. about it because yeah, there's no there's no details. But God, like you would think that they learned from Battlefront to just give it to someone else. People don't want you to have it. You know, yeah. like I I don't know. So we'll see how that goes. We don't have, we don't have to talk about it because I know we're just going to sit here and talk shit about EA for thirty minutes if we do that. Um, yeah, I mean, when somebody makes a game, the same game as you ten years ago on crappier graphics and crappier engine, and like just an old piece of shit system by today's standard, and it's still better than the piece of shit you're trying to put millions and millions of dollars into and try and charge people for over and over and over again, maybe you should just stop making that type of game, assholes. Yeah, right. Nickel and dime us some more too while you're at it. Yeah, I mean, I, I joke that they're going to try and charge us per step after you get 500 per day. 500 steps per day. No, 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 we're doing it. God damn it. No, we're moving into the news. <laughs> okay. Um, so this little game called Player Unknown's Battlegrounds uh, that got really popular for some reason. Um, actually, uh, now, who would have thought that I we know. would talk about that game? I know. Imagine that. Well, it uh, it actually, they came out with a mobile version. So Fortnite uh, came out with their mobile version first, right? But PlayerUnknown's oh. Battlegrounds had announced theirs first. Um, so, and it's a weak gap. I mean, it's not like well, we released ours, and then a year later they released theirs to copy us. Exactly. Yeah. Um, now I have played both games, um, so I, I can comment uh, on the difference between the two. But but first, I'll I'll bring up uh, that. There, uh, they do sort of introduce bots into the game for the first couple matches to sort of get you ranked so that they can put you in with people of similar skill as you, which I think is fine. Um, I have no issues with that. Um, and they also have uh, an auto pickup system. So 
when you walk over an item, let's say you don't have a uh, vest on and you walk over a vest, it will pick that vest up for you automatically. And then if you have a level two vest it'll and you walk over a level three vest, it'll pick up that vest and put it on, but it won't go down, right? Um, likewise with weapons, if you don't have a weapon, it'll pick one up. If you walk over an attachment for that weapon that you need, it will pick it up and attach it as well. Um, now, as I, I am of the opinion that I think this is awesome, but only for the mobile version of the game. Um, taking away control from the player in the PC version of the game is bullshit. But to avoid menus and things like that in the in the, the mobile version, I think it works beautifully. It flows nicely. It doesn't feel awkward. Um, the button layout on it... Steven, I know you and I bitched lots about um, playing action games on a touchscreen. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's something about that tactile response that you need. Um, this actually feels okay. Um, I, having played two, only two or three rounds in it, it's it feels pretty good, but uh, it, it doesn't feel smooth like it would with buttons, but it definitely it responds well, I think. Um, and since you're playing, you're not playing cross-platform like uh, they do in Fortnite, you don't feel like you're fucked all the time because you're not playing against people that have controllers or mouse and keyboards when you're on a fucking touchscreen phone. So that's nice. Everybody's on level playing field. So to mention the similarities uh, and the differences between the two, I actually think that the winner between the two is easily player Nuns Battlegrounds. Um, their interface is more user friendly. The auto pickup system is incredible. I think it works really well. Um, and it actually felt a lot smoother, uh, like graphics wise. They actually has graphics options where there's like high, medium, and low, depending on what your, uh, device is. And if you just want to have lower graphics for no reason, you can do that. Um, so it's very customizable in that way. Um, dude, I, I really think the blue hole knocked it out of the park. I, I had, I actually deleted my Fortnite app because I played it maybe three or four times and I just didn't like the way it played this one. I'm definitely keeping, um, cause it actually feels good to play. Um, oh, and the bonus, uh, it took me like five minutes to download it, like no time at all. So I don't know what they did with the file sizes, but it's a lot smaller uh, and it loads quickly. So that's fun. Uh, Steven, do you have any interest in downloading that at all? Um, Olivia, I know that you have not played PUBG with us uh, on PC, but maybe you'd be interested in downloading the, the mobile, the mobile game and we could play yeah. together that way. Yeah. I mean, that would be cool. I could try that. It's free. So, oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You're telling me like, the other day when we were recording and you were like, you should download Bloodborne because it's free. Yeah. Well, is that, what, is that what you're doing to me right yes, now? Yes, I'm saying that you're, I'm saying that you're, that you sleep in dirt and that you don't even live, you're having to steal Wi-Fi right now. That's what I'm trying yep. to say. Trying I mean, honestly, yeah. Imply how, how poor you are. No, <laughs> it's, it's because it, it, you don't have to make an investment, right? I think the lack of investment. Oh no, I was just talking about the peer pressure. Yeah. Well, I am good at that. Um, everyone knows. Steven, what about you, man? Are you interested in, in picking this up as well? I might once I, once I get a different phone, my phone currently, uh, 
the Wi-Fi doesn't work on it, so I would be using yeah mobile data to play, and that doesn't sound like a win for no, me. You would use a lot of data. Yeah, well, and it's because uh, apparently, and this little tidbit for for those tech people out there, uh, LG phones have a known issue with their Wi-Fi chip, and the when it starts having problems, basically the only way to fix it is to break open your phone and to actually like solder the chip back. It's like you know what. I think I think I'm good. I think I'm just gonna go get a different phone. Yeah, that mm-hmm. I'm not an expert in soldering, so I would probably want to stay <laughs> the fuck away from that. I mean, it's not hard. It's just like, but if I have to break over open this cheap old phone to to get into it, I think I'll just go spend fifty bucks and get a newer version of it that's not an LG. Right. Yeah, LG phones. Um, that that just sounds like a like a bad plan. Although the yours has worked out pretty well for you for the most part. Over its yeah, lifetime. Uh, over uh, this Wi-Fi issue. I mean, I've had this thing over two years, and it's worked out really well. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm actually due for an upgrade. Um, and I'm looking... If I wait another couple of months, I can actually trade in my phone to pay the sales tax. Uh, on the... I think I can get an iPhone 10 for free, basically, to upgrade. Nice. I know. Uh, I, I kind of want to get uh, the Galaxy S9, though. <laughs> That they just were advertised. It's so nice. I know it looks good, but I like the I like the features that go between iPhones because Rachel and I both have them. So I don't know. That's... Well, if you buy her the Galaxy S nine, she'll have an S nine, and she, then you won't have that problem anymore. She just got a ten like last month. <laughs> she just upgraded, and I tried to convince her to change over, and she didn't want to. It's it sucks. But uh, but it did see does seem like the S nine they're they're doing the like facial recognition thing that the iPhone did, um, where you can like make emojis with your face and things like that. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't care about any of that. I was gonna say that sounds like something completely useless compared to like hey all these other features that Android has been putting out and Apple comes out with two years later. I know like widgets, dude. What the fuck, Apple? <laughs> like what? Just give me goddamn widgets, and I think that I will be totally fine with keeping my Apple phone. That's all I want. And, and, and I mean, they kind of have them. Like, if you're in the the home menu of your iPhone and you swipe to the to the left, you can have some widgets there. But I want them on my home screen. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't want mm-hmm. to go to a specific place for them. I want to customize Cause, my phone. Because at that point, you might as well just open an app. Yeah, I mean, I just. I want to. I want to have my home screens customized with the things that I want. Um, thanks, Apple, for not letting me do that. Uh, anyway, it's out of love. <laughs> yeah, it, it totally is. There are bow down to our overlords by their phones. Um, so they are uh, PUBG Blue Hole has announced too, and and they've sent out some images of a new map that they're talking about releasing. Uh, it's four by four kilometers. And it is a tropical map, so they have, like, looks like huts and things like that, palm trees. It's an island. There are three islands in this one. Um, so more bridges for you guys to camp. But it's a uh, rivers dividing them, right? And, and it doesn't look nearly as large as the gap between, like, military base and the main island. Right. Yeah, we'll have to see. Um, I, I hope not. That would... I, I, I hope that the bridges are not that long. Um we'll have to see how that goes the map looks neat um i don't know they they haven't shown any real uh i don't know if they said when the release date for it was um 
They haven't officially announced it now. Yeah, they want to do it this year. I think it's well. I think they're aiming for for uh, the anniversary, the May. Mm, that'll work for me. Uh, I, I <laughs> a new map is new maps is really what that game needs right now. Um, well, and to bring back weather. Yes, uh, which they've talked about uh, recently because they were just mentioning in a graphical update how they're working on the way that tires interact with water, uh, which would imply that they are bringing the rain back. Um, So that's neat. Uh, But also something else that the game desperately needs is something that they're bringing in, and they are new game types, right? So they're trying to bring in eight-man squads, which, Stephen, you and I have talked about that for quite some time. I know that should be badass. I know, that's going to be amazing. I still want a 16-man squad, but, you know, I'll settle for eight. Um, Boy, can you fucking imagine two coordinated eight-man squads, like, trying to take a town from one another? Dude, that's going to be so badass. Um, Well, that's the thing, though. If it's truly coordinated, you'd probably just each take a side and not move until the circle forces you. I know, yeah, and that kind of sucks because that's that's in in first person mode that it would actually work to use covering fire and assault up on a position, but with third person mode, that's not effective because they can still watch you. <laughs> right, and they have said that the event modes will be third person perspective only. Yeah, yeah, which and, is fine. And on what is it, Aerodil or Aerosol or uh, the main Aerodil? Yeah. Airedale, yeah, the first island is going to yeah. be the the first map is going to be the only place they'll do it, and that's yeah. just for to make it easier for people to join games and not get people quitting because they don't like the map, as well as that map is incredibly stable at this point. Yeah. Plus, I'm waiting for the fifty versus fifty game mode <laughs> to see where they just drop everyone on uh the, on a specific point, and they're just like fifty versus fifty, go. I think that would be amazing. <laughs> um, like half, like they, I, instead of flying in on the plane, half the people start on a uh, military base and the other half start by the firing range. And then you just have to like move towards each other. The circle just closes in towards the middle of the map. I think that would be awesome. I mean, it'd be cool if they made an offense and defense map. Oh shit. Yes. That would be awesome. Like- like that would be fun. It wouldn't be, you know, you couldn't do it for regular match types, but I mean, it would be good for just like, hey, here's this event. We've got a, I don't know, like a four by, not even a four by four. Just do like a one by two k, yeah, fucking map. So it's like, hey, look, here's this corridor that they're gonna be coming up, but they've got plenty of ways to get up here without you just being able to camp and snipe them like an asshole. Oh, that would be awesome. I'd be down for that. Well, we'll have to see. Hopefully, Blue Hole innovates um, because. Uh, as we're seeing with companies like Toys R Us right now, right? If you don't innovate, you die, right? And I think in the video game industry, that's even more true. So, well, also, if you let somebody, you know, claim to be an investor and all that they do is throw, you know, billions of dollars of debt onto you, uh, you're kind of <laughs> fucked. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the big things, too, that, that just a small tangent on Toys R Us, um, they also just bought into Amazon. Uh, when Amazon, like back in 2001 or two, I think they, they bought into Amazon for distributing purposes. So they, cause they didn't think that Amazon was going to become its own big retail thing. Um, so they essentially gave Amazon ass loads of money and then Amazon is the one that's turning around and putting them out of business essentially. 
Um, so that's, that's unfortunate. Um, but anyway, uh, so the event modes, oh, what else? Let's the see. flare gun. Yeah, the fucking flare gun. Steven, did you see anything in particular about the flare gun? They haven't said anything in particular as far as like what it'll do, its damage ratio, how many rounds you'll be able to carry, things like that. Like they haven't mentioned any of that. They haven't said whether or not it'll be a like a, an item you use or if it'll be a sidearm or what. But the flare gun will exist and it will be coming to the live servers pretty soon. Uh, which means that it should be going to the test servers even sooner. But I mean, like there's a lot of possibilities with that. I mean, can you shoot somebody in the face and kill them? Because I'm sorry if I shoot somebody in the face with a flare gun, they're dead. Pretty, I, yeah, I, should, I, mean... I should win. That's happened in a movie before. <laughs> uh, no, I, in a, in we were soldiers. Did you ever see we were soldiers? Not in a long time. He wasn't shot with a flare gun, but it was a, it was like a phosphorus round. <laughs> And basically burned a fucking hole in his chest. Uh, that would essentially be what happens with the flare gun. Yeah. And I mean, like, there's other cool features like, hey, can I, will it provide light? Because yeah. that would be nice. Because uh, there are plenty of buildings that are kind of dark. And it's like, let me shoot a fucking flare in there. And because uh, let's be honest, the flashbang sucks. Yeah. Like, like it doesn't blind properly unless you fucking friendly fire yourself with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then in which case it blinds you like a motherfucker, but everybody else, it's like, nope, didn't hurt me. Um, yeah, I'm wondering though with the flare gun, it makes me wonder if they're gonna do a night mode, like flashlights on guns, things like that. That'd I, be an attachment. I know. I, I would think that would be fucking awesome to well, do a night laser mode. sights. Yeah, like why don't we have laser sights? Yeah, it would help the hip fire accuracy a little bit. Well, and it would actually have a laser. So, I mean, like somebody running down the hall with a fucking laser sight on you to see their laser. Mm. Yeah, they do that. Rainbow Six Siege, they do that. Yeah, Rainbow Six Series has done that for a long time, and it is fantastic. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, Siege has been pretty good, by the way. I've been playing it a little bit recently. Um, I'll get into that a little later, but just to throw that out there. Um, But yeah, big news coming from Blue Hole for PUBG. Uh, I think it's... It's exciting. I'm. It's nice to see them moving forward because a lot of people have been worried that they are sort of pulling a No Man's Sky uh, or pulling a Hello Games, I should say, where they like take all their money and run, even though we, here on the Game Gunner podcast, we understand that that's not what they did. Um, but a lot of people tend to think that. Well, on, on either party, because I mean, like, honestly, yeah, that's game, what I mean, because <laughs> I mean, like PUBG had a really strong first like eight months yeah. and that was all early access. So, I mean, like, if you bought it, if you got your $30 worth out of it, if you played a couple days worth. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, but, and even No Man's Sky, like, I don't think they took their money and run, ran, because the number of the number of updates that they've done since that game came out uh, for free has been absolutely insane. So, they're still working on it, obviously. Yeah, and if, um, you want, if you want companies to release full, complete products, don't send death threats to them and their families if... For not getting the game out in the time frame that you wanted it. Nah, man. Yeah. Video games. Serious business. Like, serious business. Worth the death threats. That was me. I wrote all of them, by the way. Wow. Uh, no, Great. I, <laughs> Great, John. Let's get the show shut down. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't do any of that. I didn't do any of that. But you know who might get death threats? 
Chris, oh, man. Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson as they what? are starring in the new reboot for Men in Black. You see what I did Dude. there? Because people won't be happy about it. Dude, uh, you're seriously going to get... <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm going to write them death threats. I'm saying somebody might write them death threats, okay? But you did say that you did write death threats. So. Yeah, that's true. I did say that. <laughs> I did say that. No, um, there's a reboot coming for Men in Black. Uh should come out in summer of 2019 with Chris Hemsworth starring as Kay and Tessa Thompson starring as Jay. So... The details on that are somewhat small, right? We don't have any real, um, there's not like a trailer out or anything like that. No, no. Probably by about E3, they'll have uh, their first trailer. Yeah. Olivia, what's your opinion on the original Men in Black series? I'm curious. I don't think we've ever talked about this uh, as a group. I I always enjoyed it. I thought they were fun movies when I was a kid. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, like, always kind of, like, freaked me out. Uh, Which character was he in the? Was he the the Roach guy? No, 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 my, no, no, no. Wait, was he? My dead, was he in that cold dead body? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, he's the farmer. That's right. yeah, 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 the Roach guy. That guy was fucking creepy. That guy used to right? freak me out as a kid. Yeah, I mean, just, he was supposed to. He was just a meat suit. Disgusting. Not even a meat suit. He was he was a skin suit. Oh, <laughs> so fucking gross. I forgot about that dude. Like, he used to give me yeah, nightmares. Now you get to now you get to remember it and live it. Yeah, have nightmares again. Maybe they'll bring him back. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that Kay though um, is one of those characters that I think lives on um, in my memory as as one of my favorite fictional characters because they they did the stereotype of the like the washed up sort of tired of this uh, but still really good at his job cop and stuck it in the sci-fi movie and it actually worked this time uh yeah it, it didn't feel like a trope um and that actor name is escaping me for some reason i see his face tommy, uh, lee, jones. tommy lee jones thank you Tom- i could not think of his name tommy lee jones uh it, two of his favorite characters for me that one uh, of k and of Two-Face in Batman. I think he played a fucking amazing Two-Face, despite the fact that that movie was ridiculous. It, it was ridiculous, but it was still, like, still had that, like, almost Tim Burton charm. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. It did. It did. Uh, but I think Tommy Lee Jones killed that. Um, so, I mean, what are y'all's opinions on this? Like, why why reboot something as as dead as Men in Black? Is Men in Black dead, though? I mean, I I don't know. I haven't thought about it in years. <laughs> so so. The, f- the first one was, you know, a huge success. It was really good. The second one was successful, and it was pretty good. And the third one was just not that great. Yeah. The second one was really good. You're right. Yeah. Balchinians. Balchinians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> made, you made that joke, like, about a month ago. And that's was, true. <laughs> Men in Black 2. Yeah, that's true. Balchinians. It's like the best uh, part of that series, honestly. Yeah. I love the series, but that's the best moment right there. And then uh, Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth were in Thor Ragnarok together. She plays mm-hmm. uh, Valkyrie, and she's kind of a badass. She's been in a bunch of stuff lately. Oh, is she is she the one that? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see your face yeah. now. I couldn't I couldn't picture it sitting here, but that's true. Yeah. Between Westworld, Thor Ragnarok, and uh, Annihilation, she's been... And that's just the stuff I've seen. I mean, she's been in a bunch of other stuff, not to 
not the down player. She's been in a bunch of other stuff lately. Yeah, she but, was in Creed too. Yeah, she was in Creed. And that was a couple couple years ago, and she was in something else. Uh, something. It was a Netflix original series about when it had white people in the name. Dear white people. <laughs> Was that the name of it? Dear White People. That was the that I don't that the movie wasn't a Netflix original, but they did make a Netflix original show based off the movie. Um, so I don't know. I think she was in the movie though. Uh, but yeah, she was in Dear White People. That's true. That movie was actually pretty damn good. I liked it. Yeah. So I mean, she's been in a bunch of stuff, and she's going to be in Avengers: <laughs> Infinity War, and she's kind of a badass. And we already saw her messing with a bunch of aliens in Thor Ragnarok. So, I mean, why not? Saw her messing with a bunch of aliens. That sounds messing. like my kind of movie. <laughs> messing. I mean, sometimes. At least they're not furries. That's that's where I draw so, the line. Some oh of them could gosh. be furries, John. <laughs> I choose to ignore that. They're, they're furries. They just don't have humans inside of them. Except uh, they sort of do if you get into the like heart of it and the fact that there's an actor inside. But Jesus whatever. Jesus Christ. I think Westworld uh, is... He was a furry, too. No! I feel like this is just going to a dark place. It is. It is. That's where we always go. Um, I mean, I know, but also at the same time, I had a little bit of hope. Yeah, well, I mean, Men in Black brings us out, right? Because it had that sort of storyline that was dark as shit, but also managed to make you laugh at the same time. Like, roach people wanting to take over the fucking world. Uh, Thanks, Men in Black. That's disgusting. But the movie was hilarious and actually a good action movie. Uh, Well, and the second one had Laura Flynn Boyle in it, didn't it? Johnny Knoxville? Yes, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, he was in that. Mm -hmm. Who was the first person? I was trying to remember. I was thinking, uh, Laura Flynn Boyle? I'm not familiar uh, with that. She, well, she, well, if Johnny Knoxville was in it, then she was in it. She, I mean, that was the chick that was like evil. Oh yes, yeah, I remember her. Okay, yeah, yeah, she's. I, I looked her up. <laughs> I looked her up real quick. Yeah, I do remember her. Uh, that felt a little needless though when mm. they first. When she first lands and it has to be like, oh, the alien looks up and there's a billboard of a half naked woman in a, a Victoria's Secret model. And so yeah. now we get to see our villain completely in nothing but her bra and panties walk away. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That felt sort of senseless, but. Um, well, it was also supposed to be kind of a comical moment. It's like, hey, here's this uh you know, woman that is basically being put up as a sex figure and then it's like also she's the greatest threat to humanity in existence. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could see that for sure. Um but Steven, it falls into the category, right? If you're gonna have a powerful woman, they have to show her mostly naked on screen in order for her to be powerful. Like she did both though. She did she did. She she did die and also <laughs> was mostly naked on screen yeah so. and then she also got to be writhing in tentacles which i think is another film th- thing but that's oh, yeah. not usually <laughs> oh, american oh, yeah. film i forgot yeah. about the tentacles that's right she was a plant demon yeah, <laughs> yeah. or alien not a demon she have the the writhing tentacles and stuff it's, <laughs> it's the same thing it just depends on how far back in history you go <laughs> that's true um so obviously too we have the dynamic between k and j where k is the old washed up tommy lee jones character who is being played by chris hemsworth so obviously they're going for a very different dynamic here 
Um, and also Jay being a, um, still a young African-American. Well, I guess Tessa Thompson's probably in her, what, her thirties. Um, She's probably about the same age that Will Smith was at the time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So maybe early thirties, late twenties. I'm not sure, but she's... I say, I have no idea how old Will Smith is at this point. That's true. I think um, if not late forties, early fifties, probably. Well, probably. so the, I like that they're still making, uh, Jay a young, uh, African-American and they're going for a female as well. Uh, a young African-American mm-hmm. female lead. Uh, cause Jay was, was the lead in men in black. Um, I think, uh, I think Kay was obviously a starring role, but I think Jay was the one that you sort of were meant to see the world through his eyes. Um, well, yeah, he's the one that you connect to. Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to look up what her age is. Tessa Thompson. She's 34. Okay. So you got there first. Um, yeah. yeah okay. Will, so that, and Will Smith is 49. Okay. Okay. So that sounds about right then. They're about the same age then. Cool. Now, in the movie, we get the story of Jay's kind of exhausted, ready to retire, trying to live live his own personal life. Kay. And then, yeah, Kay. Yeah. Kay is old and older and kind of ready to retire. And then Jay is the young hotshot and whatnot. But, I mean, like, they also did the animated series where Jay and Kay worked together for a long time. So, I mean, like, it's kind of weird to be like, well, you know, in the movie they did this. It's like, but also in the canon cartoon, because it's canon because I said it's canon. Because uh, <laughs> I fucking said so. They they also did all this other stuff. So, I mean, like, they could do pretty much whatever with this storyline. It's just like, hey, we know these characters, J and K. And we could just basically have them as the next generation of J and K. That's mm-hmm. true. They probably they don't have to be the same. Mm-hmm. This, they could they could be in the same universe. Um yeah, because I want to say K was Kevin, and yes. J was James. I think so. I think so. I'm not sure. James. So like, they, all they'd have to do is basically just change it from Kevin to something else, to like Kyle. Chris yeah. Hemsworth could be a Kyle. He could even be a Chris. He could be a Chris with a K. <laughs> yeah, just to fuck, just to fuck with people. That's true. <laughs> Man, I don't. I think that's actually an even better idea of saying like it's in the same universe, just modern times, because J and K are both retired, and then they could yeah. run into, they could have Tommy Lee Jones or Will Smith make a cameo, like, and them have right. no idea who who these people are because they've been had their memories erased. Right. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, like that would be really good. Poor K doing that for the second time. Um. Because that's what two was all about, uh, but yeah, and three three was about him going Jay going back in time to help K erase Jay's memory as a child. Jesus Christ! I didn't even. I guess I didn't even see three. It it was it was not great. Okay, well, it's probably for the best then. Um, well, and that was the one with uh, Josh Brolin too, wasn't? Was oh it Jesus, that was Josh Brolin, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Josh I kept trying to figure out who that guy was, and then you said Josh Brolin, and I was like, oh my god, it is Cable slash Thanos slash blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, he's in everything. He um, is. Well, Men in Black reboot, I think that's going to be really exciting. Um, but, uh, speaking of reboots, um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which uh, they are sort of doing a reboot, but they're making it Miles Morales, right? Not Peter Parker. Um, no, did you watch the trailer? I, no, I didn't see the trailer. So it's not a reboot. Oh, thank uh, God. Okay. In the in the trailer, there's a scene where the hooded figure walks up to is walking is in a cemetery and walks up to a, a gravestone, 
and it doesn't fully say Peter Parker, but it's got a P and an R at the first name, and then the last name you can kind of make out as Parker. Mm. So Peter's dead, most likely. Okay, cool. That's good. But, but is it an origin story for Miles Morales? I guess is kind of what I was getting at for a reboot. Like, sort of, not exactly. Like he's doing this thing, and like apparently he's not. He's not the only one, which okay. is kind of cool. That's like neat. other people have taken up the mask and are are being Spider-Man. But the cool thing is, I think it's what they're probably going to say is that Spider-Man came out about Peter Parker came out about being Spider-Man. Yeah. And died or died. And it was revealed that he was Peter Parker. And so people are kind of like, people know that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. And so more people are taking up the mantle. Cause I mean, everybody just thought Peter was just some smart kid with, you know, a camera. Yeah. They thought Basically. he was a photographer. Right. And it's like, well, if he could do it, why couldn't we? That's the Batman syndrome, right? It's kind of. I mean, that's just, you know, except for Batman also had billions of dollars, whereas Peter just had a camera and literally yeah. had to, like, take pictures of himself and humiliate himself to make money. <laughs> Wait, that sounds, well, that sounds like a very different version of the of, of the movie. <laughs> If you're selling if you're selling your pictures to J. Jonah Jameson, you're humiliating yourself because you know that he's gonna write shitty stuff about you. <laughs> I know, it's just like Spider Man yeah. had to support himself by taking embarrassing photos of himself at the Christmas party. Here we go again. Giving himself to J. Jonah Jameson. It's like let me get that mistletoe ready so I can hang upside down. Right. Well, I don't know. I think I think it'll be really good. Anything with Miles Morales, um I'm all for that next push. Um, and I, and I think that Spider-Man is going to move that way too. Uh, because Steven, you and I guessed, uh, or have a guess that, um, Daniel Glover's character in Spider-Man is Miles Morales's, uh, uncle, uncle, right. Cause he mentions his nephew or something like that at one point in Brooklyn. Yeah. Like he yeah. specifically mentions, I've got a nephew in Brooklyn and it's like, Ooh, I know what you're referencing. Yep. Why would you say that if you were talking about Miles Morales? And you voice Miles Morales. Yep. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Boy, he's so great. I he love is. Daniel Glover. He's amazing. And he's going to be fucking Lando Calrissian. I know, Donald dude. Donald. I always want to say. See, okay, here's the thing. I always want to say Danny Glover. Is the young one. Yeah, because it sounds like a younger name. Yeah, but it's, but it's not Danny Glover. So then I want to say daniel because i associate it with danny but then it's donald yeah it's donald glover it's, aka uh something gambino baby childish 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 gambino. Gambino. yeah childish gambino that man is it too far man. <laughs> baby gambino <laughs> rolled, rolled it back well, way too far i was actually gonna say baby face gambino but that's a <laughs> reference that's pretty good no, uh, that he's a renaissance man, though. He does comedy, he does acting, he does music. Writing. I, I, writing. Yeah. I don't know if he can dance, um, but he's funky seen, as hell. Have you not seen Community? Man can dance. Oh, I have seen Community. I've not seen all of it. So, But he can't. Okay, well, there he is. He's fucking triple threat. So we got it. Um, well... That's an, that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, again, it's not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so it'll be produced by Columbia and distributed by Sony. So it'll be maybe kind of in the same universe as Venom. 
that would be interesting. I don't know, it, but that's not confirmed. Um, it's interesting because when I was looking into it, I was looking into both Venom and this because it's got the same what I I refer to it as pedigree as Venom. Right. And when I was digging into that, it looked like Sony wants to do a Sony Cinematic Universe, Sony Marvel Cinematic Universe, where it's basically like we're sort of part of this universe but we're also not like directly involved kind of like the uh netflix series have become like Mm. yeah we these things happen but our events don't actually impact them for some shitty reason right it's a one-way it's a one-way street yeah makes no sense because there's a spider-man and not having venom interact with spider-man is a terrible idea but that's fine whatever yeah, and they might. They might still do it. I mean, who knows? They I, might have, like, references to it or what what have you. So Sony had to, or I'm sorry, so did Marvel had to, to purchase the rights to use Spider-Man in their cinematic universe? Is that correct? They made a deal. Okay, they made I a deal. I don't know. Yeah, so Sony still holds the rights, but Marvel gets certain privileges and stuff like that with it. Okay. So, I don't know what all of it is, but I mean, like, basically, Sony gets a slice of Infinity War because Spider-Man's in it. See, and that makes me wonder if Sony is not intentionally creating these properties to give them to Marvel, to loan them to Marvel for profit, right? Like, creating this Venom in the new Venom movie, if it's a hit and Marvel's like, ooh, we want that Venom, we want um, Tom... Uh, Tom Hardy to play Venom in our universe, then Sony can be like, yeah, sure. Just give us a share of your profits. Right. And it's free money coming in basically. Um, I don't know. I think that's a good idea. I don't know the inner workings of their deal, but basically with Sony, Sony working with them on the Spider-Man licenses and Disney owning Fox. Now I'm pretty sure that only leaves like a small handful of like, of the uh, license agreements that are not in-house anymore. Like yeah. I think uh, Hulk is still owned by universal. Oh, really? Uh, as far, as far as a standalone film, mm-hmm. uh, which is why part of why we haven't gotten a standalone film and they also <laughs> don't do very well financially. Yeah. Um, I think but planet again, Hulk planet Hulk would have been a good one. Yeah. But they fucked that up and did Thor Ragnarok and yep. changed everything. Yep. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's it's weird because I mean the standards for well that doesn't you doesn't work doesn't apply anymore. Black Panther is now the highest grossing stand so, uh, highest grossing solo superhero movie domestically and the highest grossing no excuse me I did the opposite highest grossing solo superhero movie internationally and the highest grossing domestic superhero movie of all time like wow. it beat out the Avengers movie. Hell yeah, dude. On domestic box office with a predominantly black cast yep. and with a character that a lot of people didn't know about. Yep. And it's like and it's still making money. It's still in theaters. I know. I still have to go fucking see that movie. God damn it. Uh so I mean the standard of, well, you know, we can go this that hasn't worked in the past no longer applies. Yeah. Like yeah, Hulk didn't work in the past, but then again, the first Hulk movie was kind of a train wreck, and the second mm-hmm. Hulk movie was good, but it was still recovering from the train wreck of the first one, and then they did Abomination, who wasn't that great of a villain. Yeah. Well, and they had two fucking excellent actors um, playing the Hulk in both of those movies. 
that mm-hmm. I think would have been perfect for playing Bruce Banner. Um, I, I think that, uh, I, dude, I'm so sorry. My brain is, is shitting out on me on actor names today. Um, <laughs> Eric, Eric Banner. Banner yes. And, uh, Edward Norton. Edward Norton specifically. Um, yes. I think is, is it was a fantastic pick for Bruce Banner. Um, but unfortunately, I think he was let down by the writing and other things that went wrong with that movie. Um, but, I mean, really, they could just be like, Edward Norton, be Edward Norton in this movie, and it'll be perfect. And that's what he did. I thought he did well. But the movie itself was trash. Uh, so, um, alright. So, that wraps it up i believe uh for our news except just to mention i i don't know if i mentioned that spider-man into the spider-verse is coming in december um so be on the lookout for that i'm excited about it i'm gonna go watch the trailer as soon as we get done recording here uh and that should be tons of fun so moving away from the news and into the things that we've been playing this week miss Olivia Barry, uh, i'm so sorry that the the news in this week has been strictly um sort of not some not stuff that you generally tend to to get really excited about um i I mean it's cool uh i didn't want to like talk a whole bunch necessarily because then it might like throw me into a coughing fit i don't know (laughs) that's that sucks (laughs) well throw us throw yourself into a coughing fit and tell us about what you've been playing for this week uh well i haven't actually been playing much um in the way of I, I say that I'm actually playing um, Lego, Lego Star Wars right now. Ooh, nice! nice. Uh, and I'm and I'm going through Episode One, um, so I'm I'm back on Naboo. I've got Captain Panaka. I actually just ran off of a bridge with uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, so I have to like go and do all the jumps and get back up there again. Excellent. <laughs> um, well done. It's funny, Lego Star Wars is the best way to experience the prequels. Honestly, it is. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard that sentence before, but you're right. You're absolutely Where's right. Where's the lie? Yeah, where's the lie? Where's the lie, though? Where's where the lie, though? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so I did that. I actually went bowling um, last night, uh, and that was nice because I haven't gone bowling in a while, so I got to enjoy that. Bowling is the shit. I, I do rather enjoy bowling. Yeah. Um, and I have my own ball and shoes. Um, ball and shoes or bowling ball, ball and bowling shoes? Bowling both. ball and bowling shoes. I say both. Yeah, I agree, Stephen. Both. Ball and oh shoes. Ball and shoes. Ex- exactly what I said. Sorry. <laughs> um. So that that was fun, uh, and then I was sick this week, so I really didn't do much. I ended up missing work a uh, couple days, which was not super fun. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty much it. You've been watching anything? Uh, I watched a show a little bit yesterday on Netflix called Mega Food, and it was basically just like large food operations. So like um the big hotel in Singapore. Um they had a bit on that. Uh there was one on like SeaWorld Orlando. That was pretty interesting. It's like it's basically making a ton of food for 
son of a bitch. <laughs> that, did you fall <laughs> off a ledge? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, That's exactly what happened. Um, yeah, it's it's it was basically about making uh, large scale food portions for um, like big gatherings and uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. So it, I mean, it was interesting. Um, oh, I saw a trailer for um, a Netflix show that's going to be on come April. I think it was April 16th called, uh, yeah, I think it's called Troy Fall of something. Um, I think is what it was, but it's going to be a Netflix series. Uh, That looks pretty good. Troy? Is this like... I like wonder, Helen of Troy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that that sounds fucking awesome. Like a, a show that actually showcases that whole conflict. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Include the Iliad. Yeah yeah. 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 That would be incredible. And then you could follow it up with the Odyssey. There you go. Yeah. Which I've always wanted them to do like a Sean Bean version of the Odyssey. Yeah. Like his character from Troy. The movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be good, except he survives. So right, exactly. That would basically oh be God. the biggest. That basically be the <laughs> biggest thing, though, is like it would be so epic waiting for Sean Bean to die, but knowing that he's not going to, knowing that he never will die. He will always. And then live. what? And then they just like they 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 decide to show Odysseus as an old man, and uh, so they show his death <laughs> yeah. and how he died a hero. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> They're no. like, you know what? We're going to rewrite this ending where he comes back and kills all the suitors and the wife is supposed to just be happy that he's back. It's like, uh, no, asshole. <laughs> I liked those guys. Yeah, that's that would be a total rewrite. Cause the, the, I lo- and I love in the, the story how they, they talk about Odysseus's prowess with his giant bow, right? Mm-hmm. Like he scares off all the suitors. Well, he first of all, he murders them. But he <laughs> he frightens them by sh- by standing up naked in this room with holding his giant bow and sh- prove it, showing his prowess with it. And you're just like, I know what they're talking about. <laughs> they're talking about wieners. It's That's, his boa. Yeah, right. And the the fact that their bed, uh, Odysseus's bed, is carved into a a tree. So, oh like, yeah. Like, his prowess is such that his bed must be carved into a tree. Like, <laughs> they, they... It needs roots, baby. Yeah, like, it's it's awesome. I, I love studying the Odyssey, even though I, I don't like teaching it very much. Students tend to get a little bit, little bit overwhelmed. Um, well, eh. What else you got going this week? Anything, uh, anything exciting? Uh, no, probably not. Uh, yeah. Just... Going to work and hanging out. And your birthday this week. Oh, yeah, it is my birthday this week. Wait, when is your birthday? Saturday? Yeah, awesome. This is why you should be able to, like, go to the movie and Smokey's and then record because we're going to be celebrating Olivia's birthday. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if I can swing that. I'd like to. That sounds like a fucking time. Um, For sure. Uh, Well, happy early birthday. Shit, I didn't even know that was coming up. Hell yeah. Yep. Yep. You were gonna. I, th- I think I actually said that at the beginning of the podcast that my birthday was on the thirty first. Oh, okay. So, okay. I'm yeah, talking about the uh, cooking Italian sausage. No, sausage balls. Sausage I'm, balls. I yeah. might have thought that you were referring to the 
31st of next month, right? That That's is, what I meant. 30 days. <laughs> Just also, let me this have this. the first time on the podcast you've mentioned that your birthday is <laughs> on the 31st. Just let ah. me have this. Just let me have this. Um, yeah, well, I think last week I actually maybe also mentioned that because we were talking about Ready Player One a little bit. God damn it. I only have room for so many birthdays in my head, Olivia. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm and sorry. I should be at least the fifth most important. Right. Yes. There it is. Um, I will not forget. I will tell you. I, we will We will find a way to hang out this week, even if it's on Tuesday. Uh, if I can, if I buy you a beer on Tuesday, then we'll, we'll uh, celebrate that way. That hardly qualifies. <laughs> it's the birthday she'll, week. She'll still be 25. Nah, it's the birthday true. week. It counts. It counts. Let me have this. Stop. <laughs> um, okay, so Olivia, that sounds like you have a, a quite a busy weekend coming up, right? With your uh, getting trashed and whatnot on Saturday, which I'm sure will happen. Uh, um, well, it's going to happen more, I think, on Friday. Saturday mm. might be a recovery day. That sounds like a. That sounds actually much more enjoyable. All of my past birthdays have actually been recovery days because I've been doing stuff the night before. Yeah, that's true. So that's true. It's a good time. Um, well, Stephen, what you got? Uh, what you been playing this past week? Uh, I actually didn't play much this past week because I was constantly out of the house or trying to sleep because I'm not the young man I, I used to be. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I played some uh, some Zelda and Mario with Aiden, and then uh, mostly I've been watching Netflix. Uh, I finished Netflix and Amazon, I should say. I finished uh, rewatching season ten of series ten of Doctor Who again. I I enjoyed it. Um, I haven't watched the Christmas special yet. Are you uh, intentionally avoiding that, or just kind of? Yeah, basically, I'm just waiting until it's gonna like the they're ready to start again, okay. and I'll just watch that. That's, and then cause, that's a good I mean, it's, it's it should be Capaldi's pretty much final episode where it's just him unless uh, unless he transforms or regenerates rather at the end of the Christmas special, which is also possible. I don't know. I kind of like the word transform better now. <laughs> the, doc- <laughs> the doctor transforms. Why? Because we can show that to trans. Uh, yes, that's that, I mean, that <laughs> kind of would fit this time around. I would not be upset about that. Uh. But yeah, when he, when Doctor regenerates into the next iteration of the Doctor, and I also have been rewatching uh, season one of The Expanse because I want to watch season two, uh, and that was actually a really good sci-fi series. So that show is actually good. I've seen that it's on Amazon streaming, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it was it was really good. The first season when it came out, I watched it and I watched through it almost back to back, and I was really impressed. And it was while I think it was while I was in Colorado for the extended stay. Okay. Um, it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's, I would say it's not the same kind of, uh, deep space that we got in Europa report. Uh, that's my favorite it, kind of deep space, but it's also futuristic. So it's that, cause like Europa report is set in modern times, right. Uh, going in deep space travel. And this is futuristic and it's like people living people existing on space stations and on asteroids and things like that. And then like the Mars has been colonized and earth is a United, uh, they just call it the UN is basically in charge of earth. And it's, it's really good. They do a good job with, uh, some of the science. They do a good job with 
the political intrigue and the military combat stuff. Like it's not every episode is something crazy, but every episode keeps you interested in the show. That sounds great, man. I, I, I've been debating whether or not I'm going to watch it over the last couple of months. Uh, it's, I've got it on my Amazon meaning to watch it and I just keep not doing it. So, so uh, one of the episodes I watched last night from season two, uh, May uh, made me want to remind tell you to watch this show because uh, there's a moment where she's like uh, the guy's drinking a beer. She's like, "Well, look, uh, get this man a get this man a proper scotch," and then she orders him a Lagavulin. Yes, <laughs> and it's like centuries into the future, Lagavulin is still the proper scotch. Yes, and they're the bottles that were bottled today, right? Right, and they're being if, opened. If, if he's that lucky, yes, I don't know oh, that he's that rich. Man, that's amazing. That's really cool, man. I like that. I'll have to check it out. Um, it's, is it so? You said it's less um, Europa rapport, more like mm, Battlestar Galactica, maybe? Uh, no, because that's more space opera, um, and like a huge journey. This is more. I'm trying to think of a good comparison to it, because uh, it's not Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is like weird and it's and how to describe how to make comparisons to game of thrones yeah it's true but it's uh essentially there is a in the first episode something bad happens and it's unknown what faction this this force is working with right and so that's and basically this causes all three major factions to be at each other's throat and building to the brink of war and we follow a group of survivors and like, it's got, I would say three major group, three main groups that it follows mm-hmm. uh, of people. Uh, the survivors of the first attack, a cop who uh, lived on a station and was tracking somebody. And then this, uh, she's actually a really, she's a pretty well-known Indian actress. I believe she's Indian and I apologize if she's not. Uh, and she is a uh, politician in the UN but she's not the leader, but everyone looks to her as a or the leader, basically. Okay. So you have a strong female lead. And yeah, that's good. They've got a couple. They've got a couple of strong female characters in the show. Good. That sounds cool, man. I'm I'm interested yeah. in it. It it looks like my cup of tea. I just I don't know. Finding time to watch shows has been has been tough. Yeah, no, I definitely understand. That's why I started watching while I play games on the computer. I'll throw a series on the TV. Yeah. See, and I had to give my TV back to Rachel cause she started watching it at night <laughs> um, <laughs> now. So like I don't have a TV set up here that I can just use to, to watch while I game. And, and yeah. it sucks cause I just started, I've been playing endless space two pretty regularly now. So now that I have a game that's perfect for me to watch something else while I'm playing it, it's, I don't have a, a means. Um, Oh, I apologize. She is Iranian. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Shorey Agdashalu. Is she been in anything else that I would know? Uh, Yeah. uh, Let's see. She was in Star Trek Beyond. Uh, She was in 24. She was in The Punisher, the Netflix series, The Punisher. Okay. Uh, she. Oh, here we go. I don't know why this. It's because I'm going through the list that IMDb comes up. She voices Lakshmi. Oh, okay. Okay. From Destiny. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, her. She, yeah, she's in the Expanse. And she's really good at it. Like I, she's probably one of my favorite characters. I'll have to get that. Uh, 
checked out this next week. Um, well, I, much like you guys, and, and it's amazing how you can sort of see our evolution uh, over time of of growing up, I guess, because I, we used to be like, oh, this week I played all this shit, and now it's like, uh, this week I haven't played much. <laughs> I had like four hours of gaming in total. Um, I played a little bit of... Um, like I said, Endless Space 2, so I'm, I'm really sort of digging deep into the 4X genre. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm getting into it. I'm, I'm actually to where I'm enjoying it now, to where I'm away from my computer, and I'm thinking, like, oh man, like I can improve my empire by doing this and, and all of that. That's a ton of fun. Um, I downloaded PUBG Mobile. I actually see myself playing that a little bit, maybe when I'm, uh, at work and not grading papers or anything. That sounds all nice. Right. All right, kids, read for 20 minutes quietly. I got to go kick some ass. Yeah, shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> I need a chicken dinner. <laughs> Something yeah. fierce. Don't ask me questions. Mr. Man, I have a co- shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm about to win. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah, I'm sure that would go over well. Um, no, um, but I'm definitely going to play that a little bit more. Um, I did start playing Rainbow Six Siege a little bit. Um and as soon as so i still only have two uh two operators operators each uh two on attack and two on defense um and i so i've been playing those four operators pretty regularly obviously um but i think this next week i might actually go ahead and invest the 35 dollars that it will take to unlock all of the year one and year two um operators um, because I, I've been enjoying the game enough at this point. Um, I'm still not very good at it. I was really good at it on Xbox when it first came out. Um, but that was a while back. Um, and I want to play it on PC. So I'm, I've still end up pretty much in last place on all of my teams, every single game. Um, but I'm at least in, I'm not playing ranked, uh, intentionally, uh, I, I just want to keep playing casual and and getting better at it. Uh, that game is tactical as fuck, um, but it's it's also hard. Uh, people have much faster reflexes than I do, so trying to to deal with that has been rough. But that's that's really all I've been playing. Um, I've been reading a book called "In the Name of the Wind," um, called not "In the Name of the Wind," called "The Name of the Wind" by Patrick Rothfuss. And it's really oh, fucking yeah. good. Um, yeah, uh, John Crumb actually uh, suggested it to me first. And so I picked it up uh, a long time ago and I just started reading it. So I'm about halfway through with that. Um, that book is f- fucking well written. Patrick Rothfuss is incredible. Um, but I don't love the main character because he feels very much like a Mary Sue. Mm. like any problem that arises uh it's like he might be like oh no i don't know if i'm going to be able to do this but then it's like he does it easily (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) like yeah it's so fucking frustrating uh because i just i want him to not be good at something admittedly and fail at it and have to get better at it um but he has yet to do that so i don't know but so it's a bad version of one punch man yeah i i wouldn't i I feel i would feel bad saying a bad version but but, not the story i mean the character the character the character kind of yeah um 
Because, yeah. like, One Punch Man, you know, he's any problem he comes across, he can just punch it once and it's over. But somehow they still make it. Somehow it's still really awesome. Good... <laughs> right. The character still is developed and the story is driven. Yeah. Yeah. Without it, it feeling bad. It totally is like that, man. Yeah. Kvoth is, is cool. Uh, I like him, but I continuously find myself just rolling my eyes um, where he can just, you know, woo a woman on his first try, even though he admittedly says over and over again that he's that he was 15 at that time and had no experience with women. But somehow he he on his first try is is able to sort of not seduce a woman, but but have her be interested in him. Right. Um or his intelligence, he always goes on and on about how he wants to go learn at this school, but then when he gets to a certain point where he has to show off his knowledge and capability, he answers every question perfectly without any problems, and they're super impressed with him. Mm. It's it's really, you're just like, God damn it, stop, stop it. it. It sounds like his player has a loaded D20. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Actually, I think that's a great way to describe it, because um, he does fail sometimes. But when he fails, it's not because he's bad. It's because somebody tricked him or something like that, you know. Um, but anyway, I, I still advise The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. It's really fucking good, and I really, really love the writing. Um, and the story is intriguing. Just, you have to be able to understand that the main character, uh, the story is told from the perspective of the main character. So it's, it's a frame tale. It's him sitting in a bar telling his own story from when he's younger. So you can sort of headcanon it and be like, oh, he's one, he's known to be a really good storyteller. And that's sort of how stories were told back then, right? Where the great heroes were powerful and whatnot. Um, and two, it's his own story. <laughs> So he's probably very biased in how he's telling it. So if you can headcanon that, it's it's a really great book, and I've been enjoying it. Um, Olivia, anything up this next week besides just your birthday on Saturday? You know, just your birthday. As just my birthday? Right. Uh, well, I think we already talked about Ready Player One coming out. Yes. Um, is, is there some kind of – is there anything else that, that I'm, far I'm missing? Oh, yeah, Far Cry. Mm, that's that's true yeah that is coming out this week oh no shit i may have to buy that (laughs) it it looks good like the more i'm seeing of it the more i'm getting excited well and the cooperative play sounds fun yeah you right you right we'll have to check that out what else you got anything Uh else oh uh well right now i'm doing the darth maul part on um uh, Lego Star Wars. Did you just oh. laugh at Qui Gon Jinn getting killed? Uh, no. <laughs> God damn he's it, not, Olivia! He's <laughs> not killed, sir. He is made one with the Force. Yeah, by dying. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I'm still on that uh, first part where you have to like, where they do the stages, and you have the four uh, battle droids that you have to deflect their oh. lasers back at them, and then use the force to shoot the engine parts back over to Darth Maul and right. lower right. his health and all that. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. I just sounded like one of those droids. Roger, <laughs> Roger. Roger. <laughs> cool. Well, that sounds like a, like a good time, Steven. What you got, man, besides ready player one, since I think we're all going to hopefully get to go see that. 
Uh, honestly, I think this week I might just have Ready Player One, and I'll probably try and play some Nino Cooney during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't finished Shadow Colossus mostly because I don't want to try and do that thirty minute speed run on the final fucking <laughs> Colossi yet. Yeah. Uh, but also watching Aiden play Zelda, I was like, I kind of want to go play some Zelda again. Fuck, dude, I don't blame you. Like, well, and I deliberately haven't downloaded the DLC because I was playing through, I mean, I didn't have money for the DLC at the time, so I was like, I'm just going to play through this the first time with no clothes and uh, no DLC, and then I'll go back and play Master Mode, and I'll play with clothes because fuck that. Yeah. And I've also got a couple of Amiibo cards to, like, get some cool-looking gear. Nice. Nice. Oh, dude, speaking of Amiibos, we saw that that the Solaire Amiibo that's coming out with Dark Souls, the Dark Souls Remastered. Oh, no. yeah, I remember. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> it took it took me a second. I was like, wait, what? Well, is it a is it an Amiibo? I knew yes. that they had, a, like, a badass statue. No, it's an Amiibo. Yes, it is a Solaire Amiibo of him doing the Praise the Sun pose. And it's going to be great. I'm buying it immediately. <laughs> I'm I'm actually down for that too. Like I'm not as big a fan of the Dark Souls series. I think they're a great series, and I think the lore is fucking pretty in depth and amazing for a game that doesn't really tell you much in the game itself. Yeah. Uh, but that it fucking is, character is iconic. It, like it's a meme, dude. <laughs> like he's totally well, a meme at this point. He, oh, he definitely is. But yeah. I mean, like, he was memeing before memeing was cool. Yeah, he he kind of was. Um, that's definitely true. Well, that sounds good, man. I'm, I'm kind of with you about the um, Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild. I've kind of been thinking about going back and playing that again. Um, well, and the second DLC should have dropped by now, right? I believe so. Uh, I think just... it did. Well, and uh, Mario Odyssey added Luigi and something else. Mm-hmm. Like that was in an update that Aiden had pop up. He was like, "Hey, Uncle Steven, this says it has an update." I was like, "Yep." It's like it says Luigi. I was like, "I'll be right there." <laughs> <laughs> Bet. But did it say Waluigi? That's what matters. It, it did not. Okay. Well, then I don't care. Sorry. <laughs> That's what the sports games are for. Yes. Oh, can't wait for Mario Tennis. Oh, it's gonna be so much fun. This gangly ass running all over that court. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, um, let's see. For me, this next week, I have. Uh, I'm. I'm probably going to play some more endless space. Um, to I think I might definitely play some more uh, Rainbow Six. I think I am going to go ahead and drop the thirty five dollars on it this next weekend, probably, uh, and go ahead and unlock all of those operators and play through that. Um, play through some more matches uh, and get a little bit better at that game because um, cause it's a lot of fun but I don't ever feel like super butthurt when I lose um, because I'm not playing ranked on purpose um, let's see uh, oh Far Cry 5 I I might bite one and just purchase that game for PC um, because the things that I've seen from it look fucking great and mm-hmm. Steven, I can see you and I having a hell of a time um, playing some co-op on PC basically in do, that game. Basically do what we did on Wildlands, but, you know, even more fun. <laughs> Actually <laughs> fucking doing it. 
Uh, yeah. That also reminds me, since we're talking about Far Cry, Ubisoft is doing a publisher sale this weekend on Steam. If it follows suit like Square Enix did, next week we might see a sale on consoles. Mm, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I knew that was going on this weekend. Um, boy, that's some good sales, too. Uh, I think I bought Rainbow Six Vegas and Vegas 2 for like six bucks total. Um, yeah, I mean, the division is 15 bucks, which if they hadn't just announced that they were doing two, I would say like definitely worth the money. And then like you consider getting the DLC for it. But I don't know, since they've kind of announced that two is going to come out and it should be out by next next fall. It's kind of like, eh, I can yeah. wait. Yeah. Uh, the, it's, the entire Assassin's Creed series is on sale. The newest one is 40% off, I believe. Yeah, it's thirty six bucks right now. Yeah. Um, but you can get some of the older ones for like four bucks, and like honestly, those games are worth playing. Spending four or five bucks to play. Yeah, so, I agree. Definitely, definitely a cool game. Uh, it's interesting that uh, the original one is still eight bucks, but it was also really good. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. they probably put that at eight bucks because they feel like anybody that hasn't played those games will want to buy the first one. I don't know. That's that's super weird. Well, and Far Cry 3 is $8, which is a Worth. steal of a deal. Yeah. yeah, and get Blood Dragon with it, too, while you're at it. That was a great DLC for that game. It really was. So. All right, well, uh, I think that about wraps it up for this week. Um, I I know that we all have busy schedules, but I always love that we can come together and talk about the things that we love um once a week so yeah yeah i know it's it's been good um keep an eye out for the things that we've talked about right PUBG mobile is coming out or is out sorry you can download that and play it now um pub is also coming out with a new map on the pc version pretty soon so that should be fun that's got an event mode and things like that um men in black having a reboot with chris hemsworth and Tessa Thompson is K and J, respectively. That should be uh, summer of 2019, so that'll be tons of fun. Uh, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse uh, is an animated feature-length film starring one Miles Morales uh, that'll come out this December. So uh, all of those things uh, keep an eye out for in the future. Uh, Game Grinder is the one place for your gaming and nerd culture news if you ever have any questions or comments you can always reach us at podcast at gamegrinder.net that is podcast at gamegrinder.net and anybody that has ever reached out to us can tell you that we will always get back to you in a very friendly and cordial way and we love we love talking to um fans people that want to send us emails so please 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 do that um other than that guys it's been a ton of fun uh but this has been john mann here with miss olivia barry Ah, uh, see you later <laughs> mr <laughs> steven cassia we'll see you guys next week and john <laughs> mann and we will see you guys next time